Alright, anyway Adam, welcome to the show everybody. It's not like we've done this multiple times now and we're getting frustrated, but maybe we have. Yeah. Anyway Adam, let's Everybody's cover... Everybody's getting at the end of the fucking rope right now. Let's cover all this new stuff that we just haven't talked about yet. Sure. And what do you got, David? Nerd news, man. Oh, yes. Just came over the ticker tape. Well, you know, San Diego Comic Con is going on right now, but virtually. I'm a very large case of deja vu right now. Yeah, no. remember when and I said earlier there was news coming out of Reddit called the holes? Let's all your holes. Forget that one. <laughs> right. Let's, this is a second take. New uh, take, new day. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Star Wars and Avatar films delayed for years thanks to fucking pandemic. Yay. Right. Yeah, what else, else is delayed? The goddamn pandemic. Star Wars films and Avatar films. Right. So uh, it looks like that Ryan Johnson's trilogy, uh, planned trilogy, um, is that's, is still in the works. It's been pushed back. And then Taika Waititi's uh, uh, project, separate movie, he's writing with the 1970 screenwriter, uh, Christy yep. Wilson Carnes. Yep, just fast track that. 23 now, 25 and 27. So they've basically been pushed back a year. So we should have had those starting in 2022. So we're going to have to wait. Um, and of course... The four Avatar movies. I know you're a big fan. I know you're very excited about it. Shout out to Jordan too. I know she's like on the edge of her seat waiting for these to come out. I'm afraid you're going to have to wait a little bit longer because they've all been delayed a year piece. So instead of seeing it next year in December time, it's going to be 2022, 24, 26, and 28. That's too many Avatar films. So here we go. Here, I'm just going to go ahead and predict this now. You know how like when movies come out and you're like, you know what? I know who I'm going to go see this with, right? right. So yeah. those four Avatar movies. Yeah, I know. I already know who my undate is going to be. I know who I'm not going to go see those movies with is Jordan Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she is not a fan. No, who fucking make her go? So, um, uh, also Mulan's been pushed back indefinitely. It looks like, um, and then we have um, the person in the history of David Copperfield, which I am actually sorry, but that's been pushed back two weeks, two weeks to August 28th. That's not going to happen. And then the French Dispatch, the new West Anderson movie, has been pulled from its October 13th, 16th date. And now it's unset. Um, also, Death in the Nile has been pushed back to late, late October. Um, Ridley Scott's medieval epic, The Last Duel, with Matt Damon, Jodie Comer, uh, Ben Affleck, and Adam Driver, which was set, which was delayed to to Christmas of this year, to October fifteenth of next year. Wow! There's a whole fucking wow, year he's put a whole on that year. One. So um, it sucks. The yeah, fucking pandemic sucks. People don't wear aren't wearing masks. They fucking suck. Um, and they, they, you can thank all those arseholes for all this stuff that we have to go through and all these movies that we can't go see. I cannot, again, I'm going to say this again. I cannot end my movie going career on fucking bloodshot. <laughs> it has to be eradicated. Um, so no, the last t- movie you saw in the theater? That's it. The last new movie I've seen. The last so new movie you saw in the theater, right. cannot end on that. So uh, something has to change. Uh, yeah, I saw a thing today. It said that... Um, the cinema theaters right now are are uh, down ninety three percent over what they made last year. At I'm sure point. that's crazy. You know the last movie I saw in the theater was what? It was just a couple weeks ago. Outside at Armor and the outside theater, it was a double bill of of Predator Excellent. and Lost and Found. How, oh, that's right. Yeah, it was really Your quiet. Movie. We didn't say anything about it. They're they're um. They do, they're showing it in the, on the big screen um, Monday, I think, uh, maybe next Monday uh, for like the friends and family, because now they're going to start sending out to um, festivals and stuff, I guess, uh, which may not happen. You know, who knows? But it was right. wild getting to see it on the big screen, all seven yeah. and a half minutes of it, and then follow it by uh, with uh, with Predator. Fucking what a movie. What a film. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's night. again going to be the first movie that we do the talk along. 
2, The Predator. Is Predator, Force. yep, Predator. absolutely has to be. I love that movie too. Um, well, that's fucking cool, man. What was so it was great? It was it must have been a pretty neat experience to see it was, Yeah, it was really cool. You know, it was um when the credits came on, it was like, oh shit, did people fucking even like that? And and people clapped. I mean, you know, they they only clap, you know, like when people clap at the theater or whatever. But before the film, um, you know, Adam came out and was like, Hey, just so you know, we're gonna we have the, like a you know a pre-show and then we're gonna show my film, what you know, because Adam was the director. Uh, we're going to show my film and then we'll go right into yeah. printer. So it's just going to be one fell swoop. You know, we're not going to stop or have breaks. So I think people knew that they should ought to clap because he was there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm just at like the concession stand, like looking up at the screen and there's my head, you know, 50 feet tall. That's cool. Yeah, yeah it was wild, man. It was really cool. It was neat. Awesome. Well, good, man. That's very exciting. Good for you. That is very, very cool. So um, check that out whenever you get a chance to everybody. Um so along with the nerd news, um, I want to say, um, a, and we will end the show today with some Ennio Marconi music, I think, yeah, because um, he's died since the I last think, time yep. we, uh, we recorded anything and maybe we'll try and do a special episode, um, with his music. It'd be hard for us because the, the setup we have recorded in the wise. past though, man, remember we did the, um, I mean, we should, redo yeah. it, but remember we did the thing we went on about that soundtrack and his music and yeah we did but i think um we need to pay tribute to everything he's done oh, absolutely oh i mean that's what i'm saying we ha- like we should yeah we've, done, we've did, we did this much and no one can see this but right. i'm holding my fingers like this far apart we really need to do the whole thing i think um uh my spotify to to... algorithm is fucked by the way after that day oh yeah like, you know what i'm just gonna just fucking deep dive into that yeah I, we we have to do that more face to face though because we can't seem to in a recording situation. We have to obviously listen to music as we go through. But anyway, we'll figure that out. And we should have a special guest on, and I think I might know who it could be, but we'll talk about that later. Excellent. So, um, yeah, R.I.P. Man, uh, what a fucking um a huge part of all the movies that I love. So, um, that was really sad. Um, and then also, um, I have a kind of a list, Adam. Um, oh, kind of. That's, that's um, something for us what? to something for us to dispute, okay. um, and I fe- have a feeling we will be. Um, so you're going to shit on. I um, I uh, I came across this article today actually, and uh, it's by Jermaine uh, Lucier uh, from IO9, which I'm a big fan of that website. So if sure. you haven't checked out IO IO9, you should definitely check it out. Some really fun stuff on there. But it's ten years since Inception came out. And uh, yeah. what Jer- Jermaine has done here is he has basically ranked all the Christopher Nolan movies. And I want to go down through the list, see if we agree on how he goes and um, see where we come out on the other side. Is that cool? Yeah, that's great. Okay. Shouldn't take too long. And um, so he comes in and let me see here. I'm going to do reverse order. Um, if I can find the... Uh, Am I on that right fucking website? Seemingly nothing is working. You're on iOS 8 right now. Um, Okay. I think. Oh, I've lost it. I'm trying to find it. I'm sorry, everybody. Technical difficulties. I wish I had like a recipe I could share with somebody. I'm just going to wait for, you know, us to get kicked off the goddamn site again now. That's probably going to happen before, uh, before it's it might um, happen one time. Really low, 
really loading. Okay, here we go. All right. So uh, this is, um, again, uh, Jermaine has put this list together, and I'm going to go from Thanks, 10 to, uh, to 1. Okay. Um, I'll preface I haven't seen all these movies. I was surprised. So number 10, The Dark Knight Rises. So, hmm. I mean, I thought that was a great movie. It's definitely okay. the least good of the other of the three trilogy, uh, but still good. Yeah, yeah. I guess you have said that you like the first one before more right. than The Dark Knight Rises, right? Um, I I loved Tom Hardy in this. I liked the fucked up boy, voice. I like the voice. I right, liked it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and it's grown on me. There's some great images uh, in this. You know, it's a bit of a mess, but this, I did. This like movie it. was um shit. Hold on, let me figure out what the name of it is real quick before I butcher it. But um oh. This movie reminds me of another movie um, that came out about 15, 20 years ago, maybe, with Tom Hardy in it. Um, Tom Hardy was uh, is the villain. Mm-hmm. Was um, was raised in a pit with some criminals. Okay. Um, and then was trying to like subvert society, and then the antagonists of this movie had to basically fight him um what movie am i thinking of there Uh, it's um is it star trek generations is that the one um no it's not no it's um what is it which one is it uh i I wanted to say star trek it's insurrection insurrection there you go no it's It's not insurrection insurrection. i think it might be i don't know no uh insurrection was the really bad one f murray abram um it's the one yeah where he's this he's picard's clone right Right. I mean, but you know, and that's the thing is he was, he was raised, he was born in a pit and raised in a pit and raised with some criminals. Um, there are a lot of similar themes there. I just did. That blew me away. Um, and Nemesis. Nemesis. There we go. That's it. We got there. Um, I like Nemesis too. So anyway, um, most people don't. So Dark Knight Rises is number 10. Number nine. Coming at nine is a film called Following. Have you seen this? This is his first movie. I'm just going to um, read the blurb. Yeah, From a debut it. feature, following is impressive. The confidence Nolan shows in telling this partially original, partially familiar tale of underworld crime and double-crossing characters screams as a filmmaker with great potential. It's a solid film Ooh. that keeps you guessing and interested. Ultimately, though, that's all it is. A little film with a handful of moments that lodge in your memory. It's the most distinguishing characteristics out of that's Nolan's first film and how much of it he'd use again later in his career. Nevertheless, despite its rankings, this following is still pretty great. I mean, he put it before The, um, the Dark Knight Rises, so... He obviously does think it's pretty great. Uh, number eight, Insomnia. I would have put this at the bottom of the list. I think this film is garbage. You mean, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Al Pacino, Robin Williams, Harry oh, Swank. Yeah. yeah. It's just not a good fucking film. Um, didn't enjoy it. Didn't wow. like the way it was shot. Didn't like the brightness. This is just a bad movie. Hmm. This is, for my money, I haven't looked at the rest, is the worst film on this list. Oh, number okay. number seven, the uh, Interstellar. Um, Holy shit! I liked Interstellar. I liked it too. No, no, no I liked Interstellar a lot. Um, I it kicked Ad Astra's fucking motherfucking ass all over. Um, the, yeah, just all over the galaxy. With it. Yep, for sure. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was good. Even Matt Damon was good and annoying in it. Remember, he was that sad sack of shit who fucked everything up. Oh yeah, in that fucking yeah. weird robot. Um, yeah, no, I liked Interstellar. I thought it was great. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I love the you know the ideas. I, I guess I have to see what's on the list. What we're what what's coming because I don't know 
where right. I would put it on the list, you know, relative to everything else that's on the list. But it was uh, this film is unsettling, which actually a lot of Nolan's films are unsettling. I think that's maybe because they feel you feel like their people are really in danger. The protagonists are really in danger, or they're really they're dealing with big things and it's serious stuff. It always makes you feel on edge. I like it. Sure. And yeah. number six, Dunkirk. Again, oh, this yeah. whole movie, I was on edge, and they get he did a really good job with that, that timing. That's a good way of ticking. The ticking watch, the ticking clock, as everything rolled on. Um, yeah, Dunkirk was excellent. Um, uh, thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, number five is The Prestige. I fucking love this movie. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. It is so good and really creepy. And the ending. Oof. Oh yeah. Oof. Is just gut punch. Uh, so good. Uh, not a film you watch multiple times because. It is kind of disturbing, um, but it's a great movie. Great, great movie. What a cast. You, Jack. Wolverine versus Batman. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Number four. This is going to be controversial. He puts at number four, The Dark Knight. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Um, why that's would that be controversial? One? Because most people would say for, for, for a start that that's the, the number one of the bat, the, the, top of the batman trilogy that he did yeah he puts it at number four so it's obviously not the number one and so is well i don't know i think i'm okay with it with with that placement like what's that's the thing is i have to hear what's coming next but the guy the guy figure it out he says the only reason it comes in for is that it's a sequel one that nolan had to know he was going to was going to work and he's at his best when there's a seed of doubt that it may work or not that's Mm. a fair point okay heat leisure though incredible that fucking movie rules yeah it's a great it's great i think yeah. a bit of a mess with the harvey dent stuff again a little bit yeah. overkill for me but whatever um number three memento i love memento uh, okay yeah i'm fine with that yep. great underrated movie if you haven't seen it which people haven't seen memento surprisingly enough definitely check it out um number two he has batman begins again i wow. would agree with jermaine he gets it right batman begins is better it's the best of the trilogy let me see, let me read you what he said. Okay, please. I feel Batman Begins is better than The Dark Knight, and I'll tell you why. Okay. By the time The Dark Knight came out, audience had a slight, slightly better understanding of what a gritty, grounded Nolan Batman movie could be. The director also knew that formula would be a success. With Batman Begins, though, there was no such roadmap. The idea of a new kind of believable Batman origin story was almost shocking in its simplicity and audacity. Take that. Add in the execution, pitch-perfect casting, and excellent design, and you've got a filmmaker taking huge risks with a very well-known popular character, and it all paid off. That is a really succinct reason why I love that movie more than the others. Because remember, what was who Keaton? Michael Keaton was the Batman before this. Yep. This this Batman was our Batman, the Batman from The Dark Knight Returns. And when when I say that, I mean the comic book, the the gritty, the Killing Joke Batman. Sure. Like that Batman, the real yep. bad motherfucking semi-psycho psychotic batman yeah and so and Do you and, think that's the batman we got in batman begins that's the batman we moved towards we yeah, were in that we world towards but we didn't get in that i think batman begins is super comic booky to me but i loved it i mean i thought it was great uh and it, it was it, like it was the first movie where we got to really explore his origin and his you know yeah. development into that uh, and then you can you, you can look at the um you can look at the uh uh Superman movies, it's such a weight on the shoulder of whoever's making those yep. to make them right. And obviously there's been quite a few misses in that side of the side of things. Mm. But with this, with Nolan, he, the timber is 
is is perfect. It's such a great job. I love this fucking movie. It is without a doubt my favorite. I would say, so I'd say like, yeah, I'd put Batman Begins lower on the list, like where, where it is now in the same way that I would put Star Wars on the list. Like, that's my favorite. Is it the best? No, it's not. But that's what set the tone. It set everything. And it's what it's kind of the mold that everything else was built off of after it. So I yeah. get putting it there because he had. Um, I, yeah, you know, and I remember going to the movie like, how are they going to do this any different than it's already been done? And right. leaving the theater going, oh, fuck, okay, I see. Yeah. Jesus. Number one, Inception. What do you think of that? Well, of course, it's going to be number one because that's what spurned this whole article. So it's kind of like right. it's 10-year anniversary. We're going to rank these movies. Yeah. By the way, Inception is number 50. It didn't even make the list. But here's everything else that um, – is it his best film? Um, I'd say it's probably the most talked about. Right, because of the mean, ending. Yeah, I'm just, the ending and everything. I mean, I think it was you know mind bending and um, both like in thought and visually. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's his most. I would I would be shocked if there was another movie that was more discussed than than Inception. I didn't see it in the cinema. I'm kind of sorry I didn't see it in the cinema. Hey, he's got a, was it Insomnia, Inception, Interstellar, In Batman Begins, and no, that was I couldn't go there. Sorry. All right, gotta make it work. No, I, I I do like Inception an awful lot. I think from my money, it would be number three on this list, just from my personal pleasure. Behind which two? Behind Batman Begins, number one, and, and Memento, number Memento. two. So essentially, yeah. Yeah. I'd be pulling this out of the one spot and putting it in the three spot um, and then leaving everything else fine. I mean, I'll sure. go whatever the way everything else is shaking out. I probably would put um, um, Interstellar maybe a little bit higher, and i probably put... Um, the um, Dark Knight Rises maybe a couple higher too because it's better than Insomnia for fucking sure but that's just my take um, but you know they're all great movies in their own way except for Insomnia which is pretty much a bag of shit um, no it's not a bag of shit it's a new it's a saga of shit which is a sad bag of shit I've just oh that, that's way. good I like it Yeah. so okay. it's a saga of shit um, saga so shit. Uh, but yeah aside from that man great Christopher Nolan makes amazing films I can't wait for Tenet Tenet's going to be great. You have to. John David Washington's the man. He's awesome. Um, they're they're going to make you wait. I, they are going to make us wait till next and year. The new Batman. Yeah. And the new Batman. God knows when that's going to come out. No, I mean, he's in Tenet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that will be fun, too. Yeah. So um, for, we went from nerd news into that Christopher Nolan. Um, should we, time, we do Day of Days? Should we, we do a Day of Days, buddy? Yeah, we have to. Do a Day of Days. All right. Today... You might be not, you know, you might not be listening to it on. You will not be listening. You will to not it be today. listening to it. But the day we recorded this was July twenty third, <laughs> and uh, unless you're in the room with us, are you? Are you under the desk? Hello, Kyle, is that you? No. Um. So day of days. Um. If you don't know what this is, this is when we look at the day that we have recorded this particular podcast on through the ages and pull out bits of information and news that we think is fun. And then also that, you know, makes this the day of days. And so, uh, 1908, Adam, the first ice cream cone was invented in St. Louis. What? Fuck off. Yeah. The St. Louis world fair or state fair or world fair, whatever in St. Louis. Sure. They invented the ice cream cone. I did not know that. Don't give that to St. Louis. I know. It's the only good thing ever. In 1967, the first successful liver transplant was performed on a 19-month-old baby at the University of Colorado. Okay. 
I just thought it'd give us a glimpse of our possible future. Um, I've been doing that for a while. 2015, NASA discovers the most Earth-like planet yet, uh, Kepler 452b, which is 1,400 light years away. I really wish they'd called it LV426, but they called it Kepler 452b instead. I'm sure that somebody has already named a celestial body that right somebody so like yeah. can we can we leave and go on that planet i would like to do that too just go do it i mean <laughs> fuck the moon sounds appealing right now let me just invent some kind of quantum um transporter and get on top of that okay so uh dave days let's do deaths i couldn't find a lot of people not many very many people have famous people or people that make sense to us have yep. died today which is good well, still uh, got 53 minutes yeah, Montgomery Clift, uh, character actor. He died yeah, in 1966 yeah. on this day. But birthdays, we have a couple. We have, um, let me see, I'll start from uh, Monica Lewinsky, was born in 1973 on this day of days. Um, Woody Harrelson, the great Woody Harrelson, soon to be Carnage in the new Spider-Man movie, maybe if they ever get made again. Uh, 1961. Um, actually, no, is he in Venom or is he in Spider-Man? Uh, who, what Carnage? Woody Harrelson? Yeah. He was a, the stinger of Venom. Yeah, but they've, there's there, there's talk he's going to be out in the new Venom or the new Spider Man movie. Why not both? Mm. But he was in in the yeah. he was the stinger. Yeah, he was Venom, Clay, yeah. Cletus, Clay yeah, Cletus. Yeah. Um, 1961, Woody Harrelson. Uh, 1967, uh, the late great Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, yeah. I saw that today, actually. Yeah. yeah. And then for all you, uh, Hogwarts nerds, uh, Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe, was born in 1989 on this day. Yeah. So, uh, infiliatos or whatever the fuck you might say if you were into that shit. Um, so, movies that were released on this day, this day of days, in 2000, um, should I start? I'm going to start um, and work my way backwards. Start from the, the, um, the, the latest and work my way backwards. So, 2010, Salt. Did you see that one? Uh, yeah, that should have like Angelina Jolie should have been right. um, the next like James Bond type character. I mean, that, is it that good? Have, yeah, yeah. Really? I thought it was great. I haven't seen it. I mean, no, I remember. I remember being. I, I remember enjoying it. I is it a bit Miltassi? Maybe is it a bit Miltassi? Um, you know, it might just be on like if this side is good and the other side is not good, it might be just on this side of, of the Miltas on the good side. It might just be that it's too well. No, I don't think it's a shit film. That's the thing, is I think it's pretty good. But again, okay. I'm looking through it, you know, through a really like nice lens. Like I want to be kind. You're always kind. Oh, wow. Um, two, 2004. Um, two films came out this day of days in 2004. The Bourne Supremacy, which is a pretty good one. Okay, yep. And Donnie Darko. Wow. Wow. Great fucking film. Yeah, yeah. Talk um, about a heady film. Great, one is heady, great. one is not. Yes, but both very good. Yeah. Um, 1999, uh, Inspector Gadget, that absolute horrific horror Matthew show. Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick, Ugh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I never saw Edward. it. I don't know anything about it. Oh, God, it's terrible. Um, nineteen. Because uh, did he not also do Godzilla that year, or was it the year before? Uh, around know. there, like right around there. 
just shooting like he's like batting zero for a couple Probably of years. he's just showing his range, man. He's just showing his fucking range. I oh, can be boy. this cartoon detective, android detective, and I can also be in a Godzilla movie. Yeah. Um, 1993, Coneheads. Did you see that one? I did. Uh, you know what's weird about it? A little fun fact about Coneheads. Um, when it came out, it had a uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper song on the soundtrack called Soul to Squeeze. And it was a good, it's fucking for Chili Peppers. It's a great song. Um, but it was unavailable anywhere else except for the Conehead soundtrack. So, like, if you wanted to listen to that song, if you oh, wanted to own it, you had to buy the Conehead soundtrack. And so the soundtrack so sneaky. had, oh, yeah. So it had, like, massive sales. But it was just because it had this one, like, really beloved <laughs> Chili Pepper song on it. It's, it's so fucking random. The interesting thing about the Coneheads is that we never really got started in life. Uh, in oh Ireland. right, sure. The 70s. So, yeah. But we got this movie, and it was like, "What the fuck what? is this shit? Yeah. What is this? This is makes what? sense." love these guys. What the yeah. hell? And what Chris is uh, What's Ray from Ghostbusters doing with this? Is this alien cone in his head? This is nuts. Sure. So yeah, that was kind of weird. Weird. Um, yeah, what a weird. Anyway. So then we have we have some leap years, so we miss out. And the next time we go is uh, 1982, where we have. Um, and this would be the last year um, I covered. We have a film called Zapped. Oh, yeah, with Scott Baio. <laughs> yes, thank you for knowing this. Yeah. Scott Baio. That's a fucking and, horny film, man. And Willie Ames. Yeah, Willie Ames, yeah, before they so went on. You have this fucking softcore porky style oh, yeah. telekinesis taking our clothes off, show yep. tits movie. Oh, no, it was problematic a billion different ways. Yeah. Mr. I'm up Donald's ass, Scott yep. Bayo. Yeah. And Willie Ames, Bible Man. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely worth a look. Maybe you should check that shit out. I don't know. Just um, watch the trailer. And can't watch. Yeah. Can't watch no, Scott Bayo so anymore. I mean, it's it's a little bit rapey. Um, oh, God. <laughs> and then also, Best Little Whorehouse in Texas with uh, Which, Stan Burt Reynolds and that, that National horse? Treasure, uh, Dolly Parton. Yeah, yeah, and that that you would think with that title. So if you have like Vessel Whorehouse in Texas and then Zapped, and be like, which one of these is going to be a super horny film? Right. It's not the Vessel Whorehouse in Texas. Right. Yeah, yeah. that fucking movie is cute with yeah. with Dolly and Bert. Their fucking you know, chemistry is hokey, like, folksy. Oh my god, it's so fucking funny. Yeah, Bert, Bert Reynolds is at the height of his powers. He really is. He really is. Dolly Parton's always great. So, um. And then there was one other film, which I haven't seen, which I might try and enter. Let me see. We're 26 minutes in. I might try and stick the um, the uh, the uh, trailer of, of this in here because um, it was just so weird and interesting um, and very, very, ni- very 1980s. It's called The Challenge and stars Scott Glenn and made by, directed by John Frankenheimer. Um, okay. And it was about this guy who's delivering the sword to Japan. He then goes to Japan. And he gets caught between these two feuding clans and then he become, trains to be a samurai and then he becomes a samurai and then he, he becomes a samurai and throws shuriken and, you know, does all of that stuff. Of course he does, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. going to check so this out. I wonder if that's why they, you know, I don't, I don't know anything about this movie, never heard of it, but I wonder if, that, if that's why they didn't cast him as um, Stick in the Daredevil uh, TV show. Maybe, yeah. You'd be like, hey, he's done this shit before. Right. Oh look, has he, can he? Totally flip. has he? Yeah, he can totally flip and crash up. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's the day of days, man. That is uh, 
all the fun. It's kind of a sad day today. I mean, not a sad day, but it's not a very eventful day, the July the 23rd. It's good. So, that's the uh, thing is they can't all, that's what's surprising is there's, you know, they can't all be on this day Empire came out. Right. So it's like it's nice when you hit on a day when it's like, yeah, this is a fucking bullshit random day, but we still got zapped. We got zapped. Fuck. We got zapped <laughs> for our sins. And we got Donnie Darko. Um, and Donnie probably Darko. the standout of this list. Yeah, and Daniel Radcliffe was born today. Yeah, Harry Potter, man. Yeah. Um. All right. He's so, had a uh, weird career after. I still haven't seen Guns Akimbo. Have you? Uh, no, I haven't. Gotta watch. But it. Horns was fucking great. Um, what was the um, Swiss Army Man? Also fucking weird as fuck, but super fun. Haven't seen either of those. Oh well, put them on your list. I will. Um. So. Let's see. Yeah. What are we into? What are we doing now? We're doing Paul Corner. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Do you have you? Here's the thing. Have you been driving enough lately to fucking really listen to any pods? I have been, and you know, uh, I'll do a little a serial. If you know, if you're a serial fan, they dropped a new, um, not new podcast today. They dropped a new teaser for a podcast today, which was. Um, uh, it's called, um, it's going to be called, I mean, let me see if Ooh, I can okay. bring it up here. Um, nice White Parents is the name of the new podcast, which starts dropping on the July the 30th. So from the serial production office. So remember S-Town? They did that one, which wasn't yeah. necessarily a serial, but it was its own thing. But from the serial world, same kind of thing. It's not a serial, but it's it's from that serial production company now. So Sarah Koenig's behind it. Um, I think that's kind of interesting. And then I listen to an awful lot, an awful lot of Arsenal podcasts now. I know it's the Arse plug. I also listen to Handbrake Off. And I also start listening to the Tuesday Club again because they just start recording. So I am pretty much, because we're en- we're coming to the end of the Premier League season. And um, so I am binging on Arsenal podcasts constantly. Um, pr- it's all it seems to- that I'm listening to. Uh, that and on the way to work today, I listened to the soundtrack from the Alien movies. Oh, because I'm almost fi- I'm still following along with Blockbuster. Oh yeah, okay. I see. Blockbuster, James Cameron, yeah. and he was he, they're at the bit where he was going through um, uh, the making of Alien. So I was like, oh man, I want to listen to that music. So I just kind of turned that off, and uh, and then listened to the Alien soundtrack on the way to work. So what about you? Anything you were listening to? Um, yeah, you know, so it's funny within the past few weeks i've been driving back and forth from the brie a few more often than i used to so i I have some time in my car um and so i'm looking at my podcast app and looking at everything that's just backed up like the the pods that i normally listen to i'm like i just don't have the energy right now to try and catch up so i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna listen to something that's been on my queue um and just give it a go and see so two that have been in my like i want to give it a shot when i have an opportunity um, so the first one is called, um, hello from the magic tavern. Have you heard okay. of this? It's, no. it's, it's been around for a number of years. Um, they're in, I think they, they're in season three now and their seasons are like a hundred episodes. So, I mean, they've been, they've been doing this for, for a while. Um, but I'll read you the, the blurb. So here's the thing though. And I'll, what's kept me from listening to this for, for ages is because I'm not the biggest improv fan oh, it's, hey. improv is hard um oh, good. 
Right. Um, Anytime and this, I've ever seen it, it's always been like, I'm bored. <laughs> and this isn't really good, except for one time. You know, the I only people to, having um, fun at improv are the people that are doing it. Right. Um, I went to Second City in Chicago once, and yeah. it was good. Oh, okay. See, there you, you, you're, you're striking on a theme here. So this is, is actually out of Chicago. Um, but this is the blurb. He says, um, <clears throat> it's a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. Now, it is, it's, an, it's improv narrative. So they have a narrative, but they improv. Um, you know, they've got like a loose structure of the narrative. I already hate this. Okay, but listen, just listen. So uh, I felt, uh, hi, I'm Arnie. I fell through a portal behind a Burger King and found myself in a strange magical land called Foon. Somehow I'm getting a Wi-Fi signal, so I host a weekly podcast interviewing creatures, wizards, and adventurers. I, I recommend listening this. for the beginning. It's essentially, it's listening to um, like a D&D game yeah. and, you know, people are riffing back and forth. Yeah. Some of it hits. Some of it hits yeah. and is really fucking funny. And Out of a hundred, how many hit? Oh, I'm, I've only listened to, I, 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 you know what I said? Three. I said, okay, season one had a hundred episodes. Fuck off. I'm starting with season two to be generous. No, actually, I think I started season three. I'm four episodes in and I would say two out of the four have been pr- pretty so shockingly for me, pretty entertaining, like enough for me to keep going. Um, and it's only because like the hosts have clearly, um, they have experience in the improv community of Chicago. So you can tell they're like, there's like, this is like decent improv and they, you know, every episode they have a new, uh, like a special guest who will play like a character that they interact with. Um, but they're basically like set up like they're podcasting from a tavern in a D and D environment, like a fantasy land. Mm. Um, but so if you, if, if you like on the surface, I would say, What's yes. it called? I'm definitely listening to one of these. Episodes. Uh, it's called hello, hello from the magic tavern. Hello from the Magic Tavern. Oh, yeah, and it's, check it's, this there's shit. three hosts. There's Arnie, Chunt, and Usador the the wizard. And Usador makes the whole show. Like Usador is the fucking best. Um, the, I would say these three guys are very very good. Um, and they've found a really unique way to take their improv onto like a like a like a radio show format. And it is you know especially if you if you've ever played D anD D or if you have your your if you dabble in fantasy fiction at all, you're going to get all of the archetypes. You'll get the whole, you'll get every theme, but it's just like a, a, you know, kind of, and it's not even like a piss take. Like they're not making fun of those themes. Right. They're just finding like the ridiculous shit that exists there. Um, it's, it's, it, I would say it's worth it for you to listen to maybe just season, like episode one of season three. Just give that a listen. Just so and, I can be rage, Dave. Well, no, let's, no, you, there's nothing to rage about. It's so like, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, Do you think the improv guys talk about nerd podcasters the same way we talk about improv guys? And that's something that comes up a lot because like, they talk about nerd podcasters the worst. One thing that kind of endeared me when they're like talking, like, cause they're in like a fantasy land, right? So they're talking to people who aren't from earth and don't know what podcasts are. And they always talk about like what a podcast is, is a way for people who are really famous to kind of keep that energy going while mm-hmm. subjugating people who aren't famous and have been trying to use podcasts as a way to kind of build up. And they, they, they dive on that theme mm-hmm. a lot. So they, they that take the, like something we've talked about. I it know, I know. That's why I'm like, Oh yeah. Okay. So you've seen that. Um, it, you know, it's okay. It's, it, it okay, is not, for, it's not for everybody, but you know, it's been around for a while and they have a hell of a lot of followers. Um, the other podcast that I wanted to listen to was called from and inspired by, and this one I think is probably going to be more up your alley. Um, I'll just read like when you go to the website, it's just, it's a podcast about movie soundtracks and the people behind them. Um, it's made locally. 
Um, it's made by a guy named Nick Spacek, who actually lives in Kansas City. He's the music editor for The Pitch. Um, mm-hmm. So you've probably met him before. Um, and I didn't know he was doing this. Um, and he has been doing it for a, a good number of years as well. Um, but he basically finds interesting people who have worked on soundtracks or people like musicians who are um, fans of a certain theme or soundtrack theme from a movie. And then they digs into that actual soundtrack or the one that I've listened to most recently was an interview he had with John Spencer from John Spencer blues explosion talking about John Spencer's experience working with Edgar Wright in both hot fuzz and baby driver because the movie baby Baby driver kicks off with bell bottoms from John Spencer. So it just, he has a half hour conversation with John Spencer talking about what it was like working with Edgar Wright and um, how that came to be Um, other um, films as the actual, like the soundtrack, the composers who are creating the, you know, like the orchestral arrangements for TV shows and movies. Uh, It's so far I've only, I queued up, you know, I went through the like hundred or so episodes that he's, uh, that he's done. And I just queued up three or four. I went to the list and queued up three or four that I knew I would, it would pique my interest. And what I listened to was really good. It's awesome. It's really I'm taking, I'm definitely yeah. checking that one out. Yeah, what was that one again? Uh, from and inspired by. From and, it's just, and inspired yeah. by. Let's check that out. Yeah. From and inspired by, um, by a hometown hero. Um, yeah, like I said, a podcast about movie soundtracks and the people who behind them that, and that's loosely, that's tenuous what the, what this yeah. podcast is about. Um, but it varies and, and you know, every, every, he, he, there's a few different themes where he'll have, uh, musicians that he is fond of or respects. And it's basically just like, that's the theme is going to be, um, talk about your favorite soundtrack and then let's dive into that. Um, so, so far what I've listened to is, uh, has been pretty fucking good. Yeah. You've redeemed yourself, Adam. You know, usually a lot of time you've scared oh, around so Park Horror. And you've and you, not like a fucking YouTube, YouTube series or anything. Yeah. A YouTube so channel. my podcast for this week is this movie that I watched. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've gotten two good ones there. One we can laugh at that's trash. And then one that's pretty good. And I'm going to check both of them out. I can't wait. That's very exciting. Yeah. So what's next? So, uh, well, what have you been watching on TV? Because I have a couple of quick TV blibs. Um, what have I been watching? The, you know, what's funny is I, I, I'm trying not to doom scroll as much. And so I've been watching things that are comforting to me, like revisiting the Lord of the Rings, just because I want something that I know that I'm familiar with, you know, and one that doesn't challenge me at all too much. Um, I haven't really watched much new. There's a few new series on Netflix that have come out that I've dipped my toes into, but it's too early to really talk about, um, to really have like an opinion on. Um, I don't think there's anything that I'm watching. I just went back through and watched all the Stranger Things. Um, mm. I've gone the like opposite. Something, something familiar and similar. What? Oh, okay, yeah. then lay it on me. If you have something new, bring it. I, I went. I, I oh, watched Don't Fuck oh. Cats. Okay, hold on. Before that, I saw you tweet about a show the other day. You said something about the show Alone. Yeah. Are you watching it live? Or are you watching the season that was on Netflix? I'm watching the Netflix season because oh, we don't. I don't have the my God. Show. Yeah, because okay. I know I I I we I've loved that show. Yeah, it, we watched, loved that I show here. My the only episode, the only season I've ever seen was that one that's on Netflix, and I've, I've seen them all except for except for the yeah. new one. Uh, yeah, and no, we should never talk about that fucking show. It's such fucking a great so good. show. It's yeah. so, good. so good. These poor people. Here's the rule: don't eat shit that comes out of a fish. Cook your food all the way through. 
then you'll probably be okay. Don't set your shit on fire. Those are your three main rules right there. The poor Don't guy just set his whole shelter on fire the last episode. Oh. We, I finished the last episode just before I came downstairs to do this. Oh, so finished funny. watching the last episode oh, of season funny. six, I think, which is on Netflix right now. If you don't know what Alone is, definitely go check it out. It's yeah. super addictive TV. And it's very fun and one it's, of the better reality shows on yeah, it's TV. It's a reality right? show and it's basically 10 people who have like wilderness and survival experience and they drop mm-hmm. them in some really harsh environments and the last person that says, I'm fucking out, I'm tapping yeah. out, wins. Like it's Canada, so it's like you half win. A grand. Half, yeah, half a grand. Uh, <laughs> it's half a million dollars you win. Half a million but, dollars. Uh, um, it's, it's so it, good. There's, good. there's the longest anyone's ever spent 94 days. Was that the longest? Season? No, was the, that was a different season. The, the, so your man that won season thing. six here, he's from my, he, well, not my hometown, but pretty close, like the county next really? to Really? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, um, yeah, 94 days, that's insane. But there was one a couple of seasons ago where this guy was like, and they were building it up because they were at his house beforehand. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to be great. I know yeah. all this and yep. all that. I, love that. I, know, I know how to karate chop trees. leaves and trees yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. And then he gets out there and he goes, oh my God, that's bear shit. I'm out. I'm yeah. out. He tapped up. I can't. I can't. He didn't even, he didn't say the night. He was like a half an hour. They dropped him off and he's like, help, help, help. Oh, and it was amazing. just so funny. Um, But Alone is great. Yeah. Um, just finished. The, I've the never heard of it. I've never watched again. it. I'm not really rough reality. It's TV on the show. History Channel. Oh, it's uh, so good. It's so it's, good. So funny. Check- Check alone out if you can. I just love your man just ate like the eggs right of the fish. He's oh, like, I haven't done this so since a fishery. Sick. And then he gets so, so sick. Just, just throwing up. It's all, they don't fuck around. They show oh, yeah. you. Your man killed a, shit. Uh, he killed a wolverine. He killed, he a, killed a wolverine with an axe. Yeah. yeah. That guy was just, I mean, he was fucking, he was doing it. Like yeah. he was doing what he was supposed to do. the whole season for you, but. Right. Um, but the bunnies, uh, it did make me mad. They seem so happy when they kill those bunnies. Yeah. And I, as I said on that tweet, too, too happy. Too I mean, happy. I, I understand I they're starving. I get to eat. I get, I get they're starving, but it's man, come weeks. on. Yeah, and I get to eat this fucking. Look at habit. that cute little white bunny. You're just fucking about to eat, and you're happy. And this one woman made a rabbit puppet out of it. Did you see that? Yeah, that was fucking the crazy. Mask that she I'm made. So glad she got kicked off. Yeah. Anyway, so that's alone. Uh, I've also been watching. Um, Don't fuck with cats. I watched that. Yeah, watch that. That's crazy. It's insane. Yep. I mean, that was like X-rated Dateline on steroids. Yeah, that was a hard. Like, yeah, if, yeah, that was a hard one to watch. Scary. Yeah. Terrifying, and and I couldn't watch any it's of the like a real animal abuse stuff. Tiger King. Yeah, I would. I would fast forward the animal abuse stuff. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not. I can't watch that. And um, but if you haven't seen that and you are squeamish in any way, don't. Watch it. It's Here's the thing too: is that don't fuck with cats. Yeah, it's really squeamish, and you see some shit. Mm. I think the underlying theme is why are people still doing dumb shit when they know that you have right. every Encyclopedia Brown on Facebook forming groups, and that's what's insane is that these people right. were able to deduce all the, the information. Group. Yeah, the vacuum Reddit group. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of fucking weird people in this world, and then um, I've also uh, I'm not finished it yet. I'm two episodes left. Devs. Oh, oh yeah. Oh right. Okay. Two episodes. Alex Garland. Left. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. is something fucking else, man. Mm-hmm. He makes some really good shit, and he, unlike other showrunners, he's written and directed all of these episodes. He didn't just come up with the idea and write the first episode. He has done all of it, and it is 
I don't know what the fuck is happening half well, the time. We should, we should definitely when you when you're finished with that one. We oh, the bit when you see Jesus on the cross, I was like, "Fuck, that is nuts." Yeah. Um, it's the music is perfectly pitched, um, just off kilter. Love that. Would, a lot were of you a little, sounds like when you saw the show and you read what it was and you saw the cast? Did the cast kind? Because for me, the cast like when I saw the cast list, I was like, eh, "I don't know, I might have to pass on this." I just because I just don't think I'm going to be able to buy, you know, um, Nick Arferman in that role. Like I don't, I don't like um, I was like I don't know that I'm going to not see. He's been gonna, great. Uh, I, One thousand. I'm so happy I just watched mm-hmm. that first episode because absolutely everything I thought right out the window. He is incredible. Yeah, it's 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 really really. I I start watching it on Sunday when I was putting together some flat pack furniture from IKEA. So I watched three episodes in a row. And yeah. I put together two desks and two chairs. Did you put one them, of them together correctly? Because I don't yeah. know if I would have been able to pay attention. No, one of them I'm sitting on right now. My new chair, my new desk chair. Nice. Uh, so uh, it's great, though. I it's one of those. It's a, it's it caught me. I, I I stayed away from it for a while. I don't know why. Just I think I just didn't have the time, and I was afraid I would get into it. And I got into it. I'm like it's great. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm having a good time. But there that's were, what I've been watching. There was like three sci-fi shows I was watching at the same time that all kind of came out around each other. And I was like, all of these, oh, it was um, Westworld, the Tales from the Loop, and Devs. I was watching all three of those at the same time. And I was like, Devs just fucking kicks both of their asses. Tales from the Loop was beautiful. It fucking was a gorgeous show to watch. Um, But yeah, Devs just, I mean, it it Alex Garland, dude. Shadowed everything, yeah. What's he doing now? He's doing his next thing, his next project. Let me see. I looked yeah, it up. Yeah, coming out in 2024. Um, it will schedule for the... No. <laughs> um, let me see here. His uh, filmography, um, 28 Days Later, of course, Sunshine, 28 Weeks Later, Never Let Me Go, Dread, um, Big Game, Ex Machina, of course, or Ex Machina, however you pronounce that. Annihilation. You know I, might, I might watch Dread when we're done here. And I, that's a good call. Annihilation and Devs. And there's oh, nothing Jesus. else. Um, yeah, there's nothing else that he has coming out in, on his bibliography or his filmography on, uh, on Wikipedia anyway. Hmm. Well, he's out there writing something incredible. That's what he's doing. Because he's a fucking man. Um, so, Adam, I think we're there, right? We're at the end of our show. We're the well, Meltask. I mean, the Squadcast timer says, hey, it's Meltask time. Fuck off. Yeah, it's, it's saying it's get off. Hurry it up. Meltask and cookies. We'll cut you guys off if you don't get it together. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna, we're going to do a Meltask. And this okay. is one of the ones um, that's been on my list for a while. Um, I, I, sometimes I've watched these pre, but I didn't today. But I have oh. quite a lot of information. To get oh, you're through. just going off a of straight memory for this one. All off. Oh, my own. I mean, like you haven't seen. Okay, all right. So um, it's from 1990. Um, it is 31% on Rotten Tomatoes, right in the fucking wheelhouse for Miltas, right in the meat of the wheelhouse for Miltas. It is written by. Well, I get to the director. And all that. Here's the tagline: Jack Kane. I'm going to do it in a voice. Jack Kane. Houston cop, human. What he's up against isn't. Nineteen ninety. Yeah. A film oh. that again could should have 
catapulted the action star to, he was already an action star to superstardom. He's an interesting one because when Arnold was doing his stuff, Sly was doing his stuff, this guy was doing his stuff too. And the other two kind of superseded him. Um, for no real reason. I mean, they are both equally as bad. As, they're all three equally as bad as acting. Maybe Stallone gets the nod. <laughs> but uh, he, he had it all. He had the look. He had the, you know, the stature. He had a lot of charisma. He was foreign European. So he had an accent. All right. Who, I'll, I'll tell you who he is. Starring Dolph Lundgren. Never quite reached the pinnacles of the other two dudes. Sure, but. yeah. Wasn't it? Wasn't asked to be involved in Planet Hollywood bullshit, you know? Yeah, a Dolph Lundgren movie in 1990, mm-hmm. known as Dark Angel outside of America, but in America they changed it to "I Come in Peace." You know what? Never seen it. Are you fucking kidding? I've never seen it. Is, is this the first time this has happened? It might be. It might be. No, 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 no. It's, it's not. It's not the first time it's happened. I, I had never seen uh, Hawk the Slayer. That was what I think that was the first time I mean, that happened. I, I, I could get, I could and understand. Then, yeah. And then, I think there's been a maybe one or two, but yeah, it's rare. It's fucking rare. All right, buddy. I I have, all right. So lay it on me. Tell me. Sell this. Movie. All right. Hold on. First of all, here's the trailer. Okay. shock so september 1990 uh budget was eight million dollars and made 4.5 so once again we're right in that wheelhouse for mill tests you know cost some money didn't make shit directed by craig r baxley who's he says says uh what's that me yeah or adam well he also directed stone cold starring uh, brian bosworth sure okay yeah also he's a he's a he's a he's a mill alum he's a friend of the show 
he directed Action Jackson. Okay. One oh, of our faves. That was recently. We yeah. love that one. Yep. Okay. And music by Jan Hammer. Come yep, on, dude. For sure. We're talking yep. about some early, like late 80s, early 90s. That's, that's the sound Jan Hammer was, you know, with his synth pop tune. Um, written by Jonathan Tidor, who the fuck is he? Nobody. Um, and a guy called Leonard Mass, a.k.a. David Cope. Okay. Uh, who is David Cope? Well, my friend, I David Cope tell me. is the writer and a very prolific writer and director. He has written, here is his screen credits, Apartment Zero, Why Me, Dark Angel, a.k.a. Yeah. I Come With Peace, Bad Influence. Have you seen that movie? Oh, With uh, James Spader, yep, Robert yep, Roblo. Yep. Yeah. Excellent fucking movie. Toy Soldiers. Death huh. Becomes Her. Okay. Jurassic Park, dude. Yep. This guy wrote Jurassic Park. Carlito's Way. The Paper. The Shadow. And he directed it. Suspicious. Um, Mission Impossible. The 1996. He wrote that. The Trigger Effect. That movie, movie was kind of garbage. The Lost World Jurassic Park, he wrote. Snake okay, Eyes. So did the screenplay for those. Let's just be real quick. Those are both Michael Crichton. So, yeah, yeah. screenplay. Sorry. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. Snake Eyes starring uh, Nicolas Cage. Um, can you yell a crazy Nicolas Cage quote at me? Any? Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, that's the first one that came to my mind. Um, Snake Eyes, Store of Echoes, Panic Room. And Spider Man in 2002, the first Sam Raimi one, he right. wrote the screenplay for that. So he's he got also, a dude, he also did Secret Window, wrote and directed, which is actually an underrated movie starring Johnny Depp and um, John um, Turturro. Um, uh, scary movie. That's a pretty scary movie. War of the Worlds, the remake that Steven Spielberg did. Zatora. Yeah, he wrote Zatora, which I fucking love. Oh, yeah, that's fucking good. He wrote. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of Crystal. Fuck this. Guy. <laughs> All right, he's done. All right, fuck fucking cancel. All right, this cancel yep. the Miltas. This guy's trash. He wrote fucking Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. God. And I, I, I always get a flashback when I think about this movie, where you have Spielberg and Lucas on top of Indiana Jones from that South Park episode, and the, the boys like, "Why are they fucking indie? <laughs> Why are they fucking indie?" Um. Yeah, so David Cope's not infallible. He wrote and directed Ghost Town, starring Ricky Gervais. Angels and Demons, starring Tom Hanks in the uh, Dan Brown film. He wrote Premium Rush. He wrote Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. He wrote Inferno, another Dan Brown um, uh, book. Uh, The Mummy, uh, 2017. That's the Tom Cruise one. That was supposed to be garbage. I didn't watch. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. He's also um, written by... um, yet to come out Bride of Frankenstein that new movie and then he is which makes me really sad he is um, he is writing or has written the new Indiana Jones movie so aside from writing the last one and right. almost completely ruining one of our heroic characters of our childhoods he's going to come back and write the next one oh, maybe All right. so well maybe he'll also, channel some dark angel and dude then- this movie is better than Kingdom of Christmas School. Okay, well, tell me so, about it. It's a comic piece, right? It's yep. about these. Um, it's about these two cops who are out trying to dr- uh, bust the drug kingpin crime ring. Sure. Who are called yeah. the White Boys? Who are all these white collar criminals who are using their like flashy car dealerships and their 
you know, corporations to really just sell heroin on the side. And he's trying to bust these guys because they killed his partner. (laughs) I mean, it's got all the usual tropes. Sure. Yep. Um, Okay. Yep. But um, it was um, the, the scene cuts to, uh, inside one of the discotheques where the white boys like own, they're all dressed in like you know shirt and collar. Every time you say that, all I think is Proud Boys. I'm gonna have to get out of my subject. They probably would be. Oh, right. They probably would be the Proud Boys at this point. He comes. He comes. That this guy shows up. This big six foot five hulking man who was actually played by um, Matthias uh, Hughes. Which I'll read his film up bibliography once we're done. It's fucking lengthy. Um, if you remind me to do that, I'll read it. Um, so. Uh, there in this club, this huge hulking dude comes in. He goes, he looks a little bit weird. He's got white eyes. He's human though. He goes, I come in peace. Uh, hence the name of the right, movie. There you go. And then you, he proceeds to the kill. He kills all the bad guys with flying CDs. So if you see the movie and once you watch the trailer, you'll know what I'm talking about. Okay. It's like, okay. is this weapon that shoots out, out of his wrist gun? That's basically just a flying CD and he's just cutting their heads open with this flying CD. So uh, that's kind of one of the big memories I got from this movie. But so what this guy does is this uh, alien, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, he, he fills them full of, I think it's the way it works. He fills them full of heroin and then he extracts that, and something from the human being to create a new kind of super alien drug that they take on alien worlds. Okay. So it's a pretty convoluted way he gets to um, why he's on earth, but he's basically on there because they can turn our nervous system or us into, into drugs or endorph by pulling the endorphins from our brain or something. Okay. And, and, so, like, basically, it says he shoots his victims full of synthetic heroin and then uses alien technology to extract the resulting endorphins from their brains, synthesizing them into a drug called Barsi to be used by addicts on his home planet. So, I don't know what kind of, you know, research they did to figure out that humans had this endorphin thing once they're on strung out on heroin that they right. can pull off and turn into another fucking drug called Barsi. It seems very... Sure. I mean, I'm into it. It's yeah, another okay. easier way to do that when you have interplanetary... Uh, travel that you couldn't just make this anyway if they could there wouldn't be how did they find out that's the thing too is like what kind of research were they doing so then this other this other alien shows up called azek and he's a cop from the same planet this guy's from they get to you know shoot and battle yeah the guy gets wounded mortally and he gets he he gets found by uh does partner um who is brian ben ben who is in um, um a TV show back Everyone in the Everyone knows Brian Ben Ben. Yeah. Wasn't he in um, Love? No, what was it? It's like it was a, a TV show. show yeah, Dream on. Dream, Dream on. on. There you go. Yeah. He was in Dream On. That's yeah. right. Another horny and, show. Yeah. And uh, it's a horny episode. That's the name of the episode. Horny show. We're going to call this episode Horny Show. Good job, Adam. You just named the episode. Um, so. Uh, Thank you, Zapped. <laughs> Thank you, Scott Bale, you American patriot. Uh, so. So basically, that's the movie. So they find the alien. The alien gives them their gun, his gun. He disintegrates. They go to get the guy, the other bad alien, to take him down. Um, that's the movie. I'm not going to tell you what happens at the end, but I will tell you that if you watch the trailer, it gives it. It's basically the end of the movies in the trailer. It's one of these okay. ones. But there's a couple of great lines in it. Um, who is that guy? Some asshole from outer space. <laughs> Just casually, yeah. Dolph. I mean. It is 
it is funny. It's definitely got a lot of comedic leanings to it. Sure. Um, uh, and then I come in peace. You go in pieces, asshole. Oh, of course. <laughs> Great. Love it. Yep. So um, it got critically panned, but... Um, Why? <laughs> but most of the people did say it was quite good fun, even though it was kind of trash. Right. Um, and it's gotten, you, you know, know kind that of... That describes um, most of these films, right? Most of the Miltas movies? Yeah. I think there's yeah. a, David Johnson, a DVD verdict, called it a gonzo slice of B-grade sci-fi tomfoolery. And to be quite honest, that is a perfect perfect sure. description yeah, i like it yeah it's so like fun it. you should check it out if you haven't seen it adam you should definitely watch it i think it's on it's not on any streaming service unless you pay for it i think you can buy it get it on prime for 2.99 hmm. but um i i tried looking for it and i couldn't find it i didn't try that hard it could be on youtube i don't know why do you and think then, why I, what i'm curious about is why the name change across the 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 ocean I think because there was other films that were named in America, Dark Angel from like the 1930s and stuff. Uh, they didn't want it to be confusing. So they just switched to a common piece. And that's all the guy says in the movie. Like this guy, actually, thank you for reminding me that the guy who stars as the alien uh, is Matthias Hughes. Um, and he says, that's all he says is a common right. piece. So, um, but I want to, I just want to go through, oh shit, did we just kick, get kicked off? No, we didn't. I just want to huh. go through his, uh, we have one real minute. quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna read it real quick. Oh my god, it's a lot. Uh, he's in Dragnet, No Retreat, No Surrender, Brothers, uh, Big Top Pee Wee, Fist Fighter, Cage, Dark Angel as a bad alien, Talek, Aftershock, Kickboxer Two, The Rollback, Diplomatic Community. He's in Star Trek: The Undiscovered Country as a Klingon general. Uh, he's All in right. I Don't Buy Kiss Anymore, Black Belt, Mission of Justice, Talons of the Eagle, Bounty Tracker, TC Two Thousand, Fist Fighter Two, Age of Treason, Death Match, Fist of Iron. Digital Man, Finding Interest, Droid Gunner, Cyber Vengeance, Tiger Heart. I think we wrote half these. Lone Tiger, Star Crypt, Safety Zone, Alone <laughs> in the Woods, The Infinite Power Workout. The Infinite Power Workout. The Infinite uh, Power Workout. Executive Target. That sounds rude. Again, Horny. Um, Bloodsuckers to protect their company, men. Hostile Environment. These are all in the 90s. Legion yeah. of the Dead, Kingsguard, Beyond the Limbs, Librarians, Pure Fear, Chinaman's Chance, America's Other Slaves, and more for yours. At World's End? What? He's in At World's End. As Arabert. Hmm. Hmm, okay. The, the Grove, Money Fight, Black Rose, Agency, how did it make, make a deal with the devil? Showdown in Manila, blah, blah, Maximum Input, Puppet Master, little, oh God, and on and on and on. And yep. then there's That's movies. The He's in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight movies that are in post production. Wow. He's a fucking, he prolific a fucking hard dude. worker. This dude is making money because he just never fucking just stops. Never stops. Yeah. You gotta give him some fucking props. Jesus. He, people keep hiring him. He must be a fucking nice guy. So good job, Mateus. You're get out there and keep fighting the fight. You're living your dream, buddy. We all respect you and are probably a little bit jealous. And um, so that's my mail test for today, man. That's been one of that hopper for a wow. while. So yeah. That's a crazy one. I've never seen. I call him in peace. That's insane. Yeah, you definitely should walk, watch it. You'll enjoy it. It's right. fun. Oh, I'll try and hunt it down. Yeah. That's it, man. That's our show, I think, right? So I have to imagine the next time we get together, right? Which will be next week, this around this time, San Diego Comic Con, the virtual con, should be completely over. Yeah. Do you real before we go off, do you have any any predictions? What what are the big call outs do you think that we've that are you know we've seen some stuff, but not really any no real big reveals. What do you think we're gonna see? What are the trailers we're gonna get out of Comic Con? We got we gotta see some um um Scarlet Witch Vision 
uh, WandaVision. We've got to see something from that, right? Yeah, We've got okay. to see something from uh, Winter Soldier and um, Eternals. Falcon. Um, we, maybe Eternals, maybe. That's done. I'd like to see something from the new Mandalorian series. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. That's I'm holding out that maybe we're going to get a good teaser out of it. I mean, so I'm really excited. There's got to be something some new news. Yeah, yeah. To come out. So, so hopefully, yeah. so that's the thing. It's like next week when we reconvene. Hopefully, we'll have really right. good chunks of, or because of COVID, maybe they'll just be like, "Fuck it, we're just next year." Nothing new is coming out until 2022. So, COVID, come see right. us in San Diego in 2021. Um, so, uh, we're good lead in though, because we are, I think we're looking at doing a, a planet comic con here in KC is going to do a virtual con and we are going to be involved somehow. We have to work out the details where we're going to do some kind of live show. So August 14 get, or 15, right? 14 or 15. Yeah. So when we get closer to that, we'll give you more details when we have them ironed out, but we've been invited to be a part of that in some way. Whether it's us doing a podcast live or us being interviewed live in or a podcast, sweeping live. the floors or whatever, um, whatever. whatever. We love those we, Yeah, we do. We, we want them to come back and be successful twenty twenty one, as we all do. I'm sure all the nerds in, in KC and in the region. But um, I think we're going to go out with some Ennio Marconi. So that will be what we'll do. I don't know what we'll pick. Maybe something from the mission. Something kind of heartfelt. I don't fucking know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But. Um, but as always, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, follow us on at HSpace Invaders on the gram and on Twitter and on Facebook and like us and stuff and give us a rating on your Apple iPod or whatever you listen to, Stitch whatever or whatever. Whatever you listen to, please give us a rating. We'll take five stars only. Nothing under that. Don't fucking rate us if you're not going to give us a five. Um, and that's it. Thanks again, that's everyone. It. Thanks, Wallace. Good luck. Space Invaders, executive produced by Wallace Wilson. Our theme song was composed by Chris Shemeca. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 
H Space Invaders. And please be sure to give us a like, thumbs up, or five-star rating on your preferred pod listening device. Headspace Invaders is a proud member of the Thanks Wallace Productions. And as David would say, good luck.